Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, April 12th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing Adio A. Jr. Joining me is host of PSI Love You XOXO, a.k.a. host of WWE's This Is Awesome, a.k.a. WWE Superstar, Greg Miller. There's something so unsettling about just one fog machine going off. Oh, is that what you know happened? What I mean? I yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. no. It looks like something's on fire, I feel oh, like. Oh, no. You know? Oh, no. How's it going this morning? It's great. How's it going with you? It's going pretty good. I like the shirt. I like your shirt. I appreciate it. There's a story behind this one, actually. Yeah? This morning, I... Or not even... It, it didn't even start this morning. It started this last weekend where... I've been watching a lot of Ted Lasso. Sure. In this new season. Shout out Ted Lasso. If you're an audio listener, he's wearing the Turtenham Hopspops shirt. No, it's West Ham. Jersey. West Ham. Mike knows. Mike the knows. The hot spurts are spurting all over this jersey. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, as I've been watching Ted Lasso this new season, the one of the major teams this season is West Ham. They're kind of like the antagonist team this season. And they gotcha. keep coming up. And as they've been coming up, I've been like, West Ham, West Ham. That team sounds familiar. Like, why do I know West Ham? And yeah. this morning, as I was going through my closet... I saw this jersey and I'm like, fuck, I have a West Ham is jersey. Is this the Jordan Midler one? This is the one that Jordan Midler and Andy Shout Robinson and the crew at VGC gifted me. And so I, out of that, I was like, I, I got to rock this today. Understand? I got to show my you be the West villain. Ham love. You be and, the my, and I got to be the villain. Sure. You know? I'm just wearing a New Day podcast shirt from WWE. Is that, that's for their podcast? Yeah. Oh, that's fresh. Yeah. Why, why don't I feel like we could use like an album cover shirt? Uh, Get me and Mike. From your voice to Andy's ears. You know what I mean? Andy, if you're listening to this, I need a shirt. He is not. Andy is covered. not awake yet. All right, but, but he listens to the show. No, certainly. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? Do you listen to the shows you're no. not? Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Nothing kills being a kind of funny fan faster than working at kind of funny. Oh yeah. Then you're like, the last thing I need to do is listen to more people. It's like, oh yeah, I listen to Greg Miller and Tim Gettys and all these people all day. I'm gonna go yeah. home and listen to more kind of funny podcasts. And that's what yeah. I expect. To, uh, respect about you, Greg. You do listen to something you're not on. I do. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to. I want to make. I want to see what you all are up to. Sometimes I listen in on conversations, even when they don't think I'm listening. Yesterday, Kevin was talking shit about me. Did I interject? No. I wanted to hear it all the way out, and I did. Let it ride. Yeah. Wow. But he'll be getting a talking to. Oh, no. I heard that's your favorite podcast. Who gave I listen a, every who single gave week. Mike a mic? Uh, you know what I mean? You got to like, let me know when you're about to oh, speak. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank uh, you. Uh, See, hey, hey, everybody. It's Mike listening. I'm out on the far side. Uh, I wanted to chime in and say, I listen to the Kind of Funny Next Gen podcast every time it comes out. Not enough people, I feel like, know about the Kind of Funny Next Gen podcast. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny. I listen to it. Particularly one of our best shows. Oh, you listen to it? What are your thoughts on it? I love it. My yeah. favorite is still when Barrett had to explain, like, how sick he was after the Halloween party and how he fell asleep. And, like, the, <laughs> like I, I think that was one where I came in and I was like, listen, it was a great podcast. But you got to remember, people listen. So, like, you were just like, I was like this and this was like that. And, like, watching it, you see him laying oh, on the yeah. couch. But as a listener, I was like, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> what is he doing? What's going on here? Uh, I got a banger Next Gen podcast for you guys for the next one. Let me tell you. But that next is it like podcast, the 19th uh, Create a Burger? To, check in no sadly well actually there probably will be because i don't know if creator burger is still alive they've been closed for the last month wow oh that's and great. like the thing well it says temporarily closed on the website when you go back when you go like um visit the physical store because i've done this now it'll it says like oh yeah we're under maintenance like we're fixing our robots or whatever and i'm like you guys are just what closed. is for people who don't know what is creator burger creator burger is this burger joint where the burgers are created by robots Right, so you order order your burger. They have like a robot. It's like inside of a box that me and Roger and Bear are also are like still kind of skeptical about because you don't actually I see the robot a, make the burger. I think it's just a dude inside that box making the burger. I think it's just a conveyor belt, right? Like I think I don't think there's an actual robot. So maybe they're closed because they're actually building the actual robots. But um, the whole idea of this place is that. Because they have, they they've removed the human element out of it. Yeah. The burgers are cheaper, but they're still high quality. Yeah. Because they don't have to pay anybody. Sure. But they have the cashiers. They have cashiers. No. They have two people working there. For how long? There. For how long? <laughs> Not that long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh no. What if that? What if that's what they're making right now? I I so I Cashier did. <laughs> I did um the other week. I ordered Creator Burger on the app because I just happened to open up the app and I'm like, oh, okay, it's letting me order. Let me order Creator Burger. Sure. I ordered it. I go to pick it up and. <laughs> the front door has a sign on it that says close for a meeting and i'm like the, <laughs> the robots are meeting yeah i'm like that's not right and so i'm i like i look inside the the joint there's people in there and so i i go inside because oh i okay. ordered my burger you should read the fucking sign there's a meeting <laughs> and as legit as soon as i open the door i just stare from everybody they're like what the, what are you doing in here like what, what's up and i'm like hey i ordered a burger like it went through on the app I, I've been charged. I've been charged. I just want a burger Tell or a refund. Tell the fucking robot to get to work. Yeah. And so, like, kudos to them. They gave me the refund. They're like, oh, shit, my bad. Like, the, what do you mean the kudos to them? Like, that's, what do you mean? That's like, <laughs> well, they like, like, have to. I, it, the thing is, when I walked like, in. like, you got got, son. Get out. The tension was thick. The, there, was, sure. there was something happening in there where, I don't know, if somebody was getting a talking to sure. or they're like, hey, 
our business is not working. Like they, they were having the some kind of meeting. Sentient. The robots became sentient. Is now it's becoming a problem. There was something happening in that meeting where. It was tense, and I, I, the last thing you wanted to see was me walking in there looking for my my barbecue burger with bacon on it. Um, and so they gave me a refund. Is and, this? And I, I got paid extra. I know instead. you talk about it a lot, but mm-hmm. like, it's not. Is it local or is it a like a chain or what's up with the crazy? There's burger? a few spots, but I don't know if it's just in the Bay Area or if okay. there's other ones outside of the Bay Area. Okay, but I know there are at least a couple in the Bay Area. When I was a, a kid. We went, we went to Comic Book Wednesday, of course. Dad picked me up from school. We went to pick up my books at Graham Cracker Comics. And uh, this is Glen Ellen. This is the Glen Ellen location on Roosevelt Road. And when we got in there, like, it, you could tell something. Like, as we approached, like, something was going on. Mm-hmm. And, like, we opened the door. And, like, our normal cashier was sitting, was standing behind the counter, like, in the most awkward, like, pose of all time. And there was these other dudes in suits. And we opened the thing. And the dude spun around and had an FBI badge on. I was like, what are you doing? And it was like they were raiding them for, like, tax evasion or something. Like, we, I walked in to buy my comics in the middle of this FBI raid. I was like, all right. She was just standing there sweating. And <laughs> like, ah, oh, shit. I'm, here we go. Uh, Greg. Yeah. Enough about that. Let's talk about today's news stories, which include Redfall launching with no performance mode, a new PlayStation State of Play, and more, because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and a weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games, or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily remember you can use epic creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and fortnite to help support the channel to be a part of the show head to kind of funny.com slash kfgd to write in with your questions squad ups and more and remember patreon.com slash kind of funny will get you the show ad free plus a bevy of bonus content Housekeeping for you, a new Kind of Funny Games cast is up right now, talking about our games of the year so far. You can catch that over on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Google Maps, Create a Burger, temporarily closed, confirmed by the business seven weeks ago. Dude, you don't come back from it. Every day I still log on and check. I'm like, maybe it's open today. It looks like they are at only this one location, and I could be wrong, but it's like their website's all about San Francisco, and I can only find this one, so I have Instagram. Is that the Daily City one? Yeah, I Instagram DM them about the Daily City location. We'll see what they say. I'm so scared about the response. They don't don't use Instagram much, it looks like. September 2022 was their last post. September 2022. That was the last time they were open. Yeah. Right. Oh, God. God. Uh, this Friday, April 14th, Kind of Funny is teaming up with our friends over at Hangtime for an awesome Hang stream time. where we'll channel our inner Dom Toretto and race across the states in the crew, too. Uh, Greg, Andy, and Tim will have to go as fast as possible to win this race, but your Twitch subs and YouTube Super Chats will have them hit pit stops with fun challenges along the way. Like, how many pizza rolls can Andy eat in under a minute? Or, is Tim smarter than a fifth grader? Come support this Friday afternoon stream uh, to find out and enjoy the open road with us. Uh, and then we're trying something new with YouTube Super Chats on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Only on YouTube in the live stream, there's going to be a 30-minute post show where Snowbike Mike comes in to talk to us, KFGD hosts, all about your Super Chat questions. Stay tuned after today's handshake to hang out with me, Mike, and Greg before the next Kind of Funny stream starts. And then over on Patreon, there is a new episode of Kind of Feudy, uh, entirely themed around movies. That's right. We're getting feudy at the movies. Greg has a thumbs down. Is because he only knows show about video games. Great. This show used to be awesome. But Tim has the only things to say about the show, about this current season. I don't know, man. You should watch more movies. Figure out what Jim Carrey is up to. I watch Love is Blind. I really don't want to watch Eternal Sunshine. Everybody is saying that I should oh, watch Eternal less, Sunshine. That it is extremely your shit. Yeah. That's what Tim said, too. I want to know what about it makes it my shit. It's, Depre- just, it's depressing. It's, it's depressing and artsy. Okay. It's depressing no, that's, that's and fair. sad. I do love depressing <laughs> sad shit. So, yeah. Jim Carrey, great in it. One of my favorite movies. I mean, Jim Carrey is always great, though. Jim Carrey is always great. Is it as good as The Truman Show, though? It's The Truman Show, one of my favorite I movies. Would, I would say it's, it's, if it's not at the same level as The Truman Show, it's almost quite there. All right. Oh, that's what I want to hear, Barrett. Yeah. That's what I want to hear. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Tripod Plus Plus and Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Rocket Money, but we'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin with what is, and forever will be, the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have six stories today. A baker's dozen. Starting with our number one, a sad one, like that one smoke machine. Redfall is launching 
without a performance mode. This comes directly from at Play Redfall on it? Twitter. They tweeted out this morning, Redfall is launching on Xbox consoles with quality mode only. Xbox Series X, 4K, 30fps, and then on Xbox Series S, 1440p, 30fps. 60fps performance mode will be added via game, via, via game update at a later date. Greg Miller, yeah. you ask what year is it? How do you feel about this? This one sucks and is sad. I, you know, I put up, a, I quote tweeted it and put up the poll. Uh, uh, cool. No, it was the gif of uh, oh him saying shame from Hot Fuzz. Jesus, yeah. I was so hung up on Shana that Shana did. Uh, the, the shame gif, right? And it was, so many people were like, oh yeah, like PlayStation's got it better. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, no, you dense motherfuckers. I'm excited for Redfall. I've been stoked for Redfall since uh, we first saw it. Arcane Vampire Hunter. Mike went and saw it and played it. He came back and he's like, it's basically Far Cry with vampires. I'm like... Be still my heart. I love Far Cry. You know that. But it's this thing of like the always online thing. Oh, we'll take it out. Okay. Mm. Well, it's, it's, you know, it's just Far Cry. Yeah, that's fine. It's cool. Whatever. Uh, this, it's like, I feel like Redfall keeps stepping on rakes. You know what I mean? Like, can we just get this game out and see if it's fun for everybody and how much it's going to go? And, you know, there's so much wrapped up in this decision, of course, of like mm-hmm. Xbox first party releases few and far between, right? At least bigger ones, you know, larger ones. Don't get me wrong, Pentiment and stuff like that are happening and grounded and yada, yada, yada. But like ones that are like have some juice behind them. And Redfall seems to be losing the juice the closer it gets. When I do want it to come out and I do want it to be awesome and I do want us to play for multiple weeks on stream and at night and all this different stuff and have a lot of fun with it and I want to go do my, you know, kill my vampires and then come join Mikey's game and do all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I want to be excited, and it sucks that at every turn there's some reason not to be excited for Redfall, which is dampening my expectations. For yeah, me. I'm right there with you. I was way more excited at the initial reveal of Redfall when you got that reveal trailer showing off the vampires, showing off yeah. the different characters you can play as, and you know, you compare it to to Far to Far Cry. The thing I've always um, compared it to in my head was Borderlands, just in terms of having these different classes, having this open world that you can that you can hang out around, um, taking down waves of enemies, having the different kinds of weapons. So much of that appeals to me, and I think one of the big factors that appeals to me as well is the fact that it's arcane, right? This yeah. is one of the first big first-party titles coming from Bethesda as a publisher under Microsoft. Oh, man, that's going to be big for the platform. And, I, and for me, Redfall is one that has wavered in terms of the marketing and excitement. Again, that first trailer was so, was so dope, was so good, but... The trailers that have come after that, some of them have been like, okay, I can see the vision. Okay, I see what you're doing here. This seems cool. This seems cool. And other ones have been like, all right, cool. Like, it seems like more of the same game here. Like, what's going to be special about this thing? What's going to stick out about this thing? For me, one of the things that has me a bit worried right now is the um, the release date in terms of what's coming out around it. Because oh, yeah. currently, Redfall is coming out. I'm looking at Blessing Super Fun Game May release 1st, calendar. Right? May 2nd, Second. Um, for Game Pass, right? Which is huge. But you're talking about earlier that week or maybe a week before you're talking about star wars should i survivor coming out april 28th right so that's coming mere days after that and then only about 10 days before the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom so you're being squished between two of the highest anticipated games of the year right there yeah. right as as redfall so that's been one of the things where i'm like okay i'm i'm gonna want to play this right but how much time am i gonna even have to play this thing you have that and then you had yeah the always online thing and um with this latest update right them not being able to launch with performance mode on consoles that's such a bummer to me because i think we're at the point in the generation and maybe this is a poll i had to put out i think i saw jeff grubb maybe run this poll so maybe that's one that one that should pull up but how many of us play in performance mode versus um fidelity mode i'm a performance mode dude i love performance mode it is i i'd never want to go back (laughs) honestly to fidelity mode you know for years when i would talk shit about pc gamers they would always throw this back in my face that they play their games at 60 at the time right Mm -hmm. i play my games at 30 on a console and my argument was always I don't fucking care and I don't want to know. I don't want to know what I'm missing. So, because this looks great, 30 looks great to me. And then, as soon as, you know, PlayStation 4 Pro and all these other things started offering it, you jump over to 60 and I cannot go back. I can, yeah. you know what I mean? And so, my hope is here when I start this up, since I won't be able to toggle between them, it'll just be what it is and I won't think too much about it. But it is like uh, no, just a bummer. Like, it won't, ru- if the game's fun, the game's gonna be fun. If, it, mm-hmm. if the systems are cool and the progression's neat and it's easy to play with other people, it'll all be fine for me. But for a game that, like, it just seems like, has not even bad but disappointing news in this lead up to launch every time i just want them to get it out already and be done with it and like and show that the game is fun and it's going to overcome and blah blah blah. but then it is this conversation of every response i saw to this tweet was either a joke or people like delay it 
just delay yeah. the game. And I have to agree that like if it is like we're fix we're trying to figure out how to pull the online uh, only or the online connectivity requirement out. They've said already, right? But it won't be ready for launch. We're going to be putting in performance mode, but it won't be ready at launch. At this point, just push launch. Like you're yeah. saying, on top of it too, it's just like it's not a good time to come out. If you're yeah. not done with Jedi Fallen Order or you're doing a replay of Zelda or you're getting... I mean, like, it's going to be hard to put together a group. I think it's going to be hard for it. Unless the game is absolutely stunning, a blast like you've never played it, I think it's going to be really hard for it to get traction and keep it. Yeah, that's maybe the thing is, maybe for that, it'll have a week there before Zelda even, after, but yeah. But, like, this reminds me so much of the Titanfall 2 situation where Titanfall 2 came, sure. came out squished between Battlefield 1 and a Call of Duty. Yeah. And one of those things had to get... Um, you know, overtaken by the others in terms of conversation. And when you're talking about just press coverage, press is going to be all over Star Wars. Press is going to be all over Zelda because Zelda is such a big game. And by that point, right, you're talking about 10 days before uh, Zelda comes out. I would think that reviewers maybe possibly have codes for Zelda by then, right? And so, like, sure. how much bandwidth do people have when you are putting out videos and content that are, all right, 10 days until Zelda. Let's count down the best Zelda games. Or let's talk about all the things that Breath of the Wild did in our anticipation. Redfall right now for the release day is going to be caught within that, right? With not with not waves of great great press happening. I think it'd be another thing too if like the marketing was off the chain and this did have the juice of something like Star Wars. But I think it being Redfall kind of puts it in this weird place of there's excitement for it because it's a Xbox first party title and because it's, it's a interesting looking shooter. But outside of that, like it, 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 it doesn't really have the IP power. It doesn't really have the, the showcase power. It doesn't have like a lot pushing it above to where you would see a, a Star Wars or Zelda get hyped. It um, feels like another, and I, and I, and you know, Mike, I want you to come out here. You got the stick mic or whatever, because of course we're the, we're PSL love you XOXO. So of course it's easy to throw us out, baby, with the bathwater. It feels like another mid game. For Xbox, it isn't a AAA, it isn't a Halo, it isn't a Gears, it isn't this gigantic, hey, this is going to be the next big thing and take the world by storm. That's how I feel. I say that as I think, yeah, honestly, yeah. is maybe, maybe, maybe the person who's most excited to play it in the office because I didn't yes, get to go are. to the preview yes, and do all stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. I want to stake people. I want to have cool shit going on. Am I wrong? Are we off target? Are we saying stupid no, things that the I, X-Cast wouldn't agree with? Nobody like the host of the kind of funny X-Cast. I've been feeling mid this whole time on this one, and I think a mm. lot of people have shot me to look like that's crazy, Mike, because, of course, on the Xbox side of things, when we look at the first-party content output, right, this year was supposed to be the year. We continue to say Line up this the is the year, and we continue to just put that washer load on a big old oof. Mm -hmm. situation we'd step on rakes and we continue to yep. have problems here right and like this year never seems like it's the year and then redfall here i thought it was going to be mid greggy and i smile because you bring up those other titles and it's like a lot of passion projects 2022 was a year of passion yeah. projects pentiment. where are pentiment grounded where are our big triple a first party content launches we just don't seem to get them and then you go to redfall and this is a big problem this is disappointing the question is true you've already had a long delay we're already here now looking at a release with a lot of games all around it do you mm. just delay again can you delay again we talked about it at last year hey all these games will be released in the next 12 months well starfield got delayed Forza doesn't even have a release date. I mean, we're already about to hit, you know, it's April. We're going to be in May soon enough. Might as well delay this one and let's just keep you, it do moving. You, do you think they're dealing with a calendar problem? Because if you delay Redfall now, you're just getting it closer to Starfield, right? And then we don't know where Forza Motorsport lands. Do they want to avoid putting out Forza Motorsport and Redfall in the same month if, say, this gets delayed to July so they can iron out these things? Not at all. We already have – these games are all – we're going to start stacking up on top of each other already, bless. I don't think it's a calendar problem. There is some sort of problem, you know, right? I'm not a developer. I'm not on the inside. But, like, we didn't see this coming. Nobody came in and said, hey, that's a big problem there. we got to talk about this. I think there's accountability problems here, bless. I don't think it's a calendar problem at this point. I think there's some accountability problems. I mean, the whole mindset was... We bring these teams as first parties so they can give us the best first party output. They'll be able to take advantage of the console. We're not taking advantage of the mo world's most powerful console at 30 frames at all. You yeah, know? That's a really good point. A honestly. lot of people bring up Aaron Greenberg's tweet quite some time ago. Hey, we're in the next generation. It's going to be 60 and 120 from this point forward. People are bringing up the advertising for this. All of the marketing videos were at 60 frames per second. And then you get this news weeks before launch is a big disappointment. And so maybe there's an accountability problem. Maybe, you know, this team chewed off too much, right? We look at 
last time Deathloop released at 60 frames. Well, now they're trying something new. Of course, I was running the PlayStation 5 then. Exactly. First-person shooter, but it's a multiplayer game. They're stepping out of their normal elements, yeah, right? Maybe I, this is all too full, much, right? Sh- full shared open world stuff uh, if you get Always into that online. multiplayer. Yeah. Something that I saw chat wondering about, uh, Mikey, and I don't know. It's been a while, so I don't know if you remember. The preview that you guys got to go hands-on with, do you remember that being in 60 or was that at, that at 30? Oh, it sure. felt 30 to me. It felt slow. But I could be wrong on that one. See, here's the issue that I have is I play all these games at 60 or above. We haven't gone back to 30. And I'm like performance poppy over here. I always choose performance, right? And so the issues that we're going to have now is, is this acceptable? Can, will people play this on day one? Or like you said, Greg, are we really going to wait months for performance mode to come out? And where's that audience going to be months from now? We talk that, about that, that's the you biggest gotta thing. strike now, yeah, or yeah. else I'm never coming back. First I'm impressions matter, right? This yeah. this strikes me a lot as, and I missed it because of Ben's birth, but back for blood. We're back for blood drops, right? And you guys played it for a weekend, maybe a little bit it's more, over. and then moved on, and it was that's over. what this game will be. And so that's my thing: is if you're going to have one chance at a first impression, one chance at that audience, do you really want to be like, all right, we're going to release it without performance mode, and then eventually, like, at that point, don't even do performance mode. Yo, we're going to make it run in performance mode. We're putting it out. Enjoy it, because this isn't a games and service, right? They're not promising weeks and or in months and months and content mm-hmm. and all this jazz. Yeah, and it's also a multiplayer shooter, right? Like uh-huh. we talk about it being open world and all these things, but. For a multiplayer shooter, I want a performance mode. Like I don't want to play that in a fidelity mode. I know it's not competitive or whatever, but with first-person shooter gameplay, I feel like that's one of the genres that's going to benefit the most from having that performance, right? Having that 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 extra smoothness in how it runs. Um, and so, yeah, and like to your point, right? I think the first impressions matter. If you're not going to have this stuff at launch, and that's that is part of your vision for the game, you got to delay the launch. This game has had a lot of bad first impressions including this one i left this one off i left this one off but january 16th uh, ons good on polygon reported redfall hosts will advance their campaign story but not multiplayer we talked a lot about that on x i wanted to put that out there and this is another one this game has had a lot of problems with first impressions from the moment it was shown to the questions of what is this game to then finding out always online multiplayer issues with progression now here we are like this game has just continued to just look mid and act mid and it's coming from a world-class developer which is the status part yeah, about that yeah, right yeah, and so yeah. we'll talk cool a lot idea more. too yeah cool idea yeah, we'll yeah. talk a lot more about it and it's gonna be really exciting to hear paris and you know gary's gonna be very uptight about this Oy! because you know gary wants nothing but performance road he wants 60 plus mm-hmm. he expects 60 plus so we'll talk a lot about this on xcast and of course if you're an xbox fan your eyes now turn to one big release, Starfield. Starfield. Are we going to be stuck at 30 frames on Starfield? Are we, and is that going to be a major problem? So be ready. Be ready for the Kind of Funny X-Cast live recording today on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny at 3.15 Pacific time. Of course, no ads over there. Watch it. Be in the chat. Be live. Participate in the show. And if you can't do that on Patreon, and get it ad-free and get all the bonus content. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games tomorrow. And podcast services around the globe hell yeah a couple more tidbits right uh starfield better not be 30 fps i'll be so upset if that game is 30 fps i'm getting a little bit worried but i'm holding out hope i'm like yo if if they announced that that game was 30 fps at launch oh i'm gonna be so much so upset um but that that's one other another tidbit barrett brought it up earlier but jeff grubbs poll asking do you play games on performance mode or quality mode um out of over 5,000 votes on that poll, uh, 85.9% of people currently say performance mode, whereas 14.1% say quality mode. And, of course, you're talking about Jeff Grubb's audience who follows him. That's probably more hardcore video video game audience. But that is speaking to the hardcore, right? Like, the hardcore is kind of the heart of where your audience is at. And so, yeah, if the hardcore is speaking and they are like, hey, performance mode is where it's at, 85% of us play performance mode. That's huge. And for me, as somebody who... It's so hard for me to go back, right? So whenever I boot up fidelity mode or quality mode on games nowadays, it just doesn't feel the same, right? Now it looks it looks a bit ugly to me. Yeah. The idea of playing Redfall in in quality, and it doesn't appeal to me. I know we've gone around, but even when we were mid conversation on this, right before we brought Mike on, we'd already been talking a while. Somebody popped up in the chat is like, "They shouldn't delay it if it's content complete. Release it. I don't care that much about the frames per second. I'm like, to be clear, I'm not saying." This is the reason to delay. I'm mm-hmm. saying there's all these different tiddlywinks where, where the, this is the straw. Like, it's the frames for a second. It's the host-only progression. It's the fact that uh, you have to always be online. Like, there's enough going on here of, like, don't be making these promises of things you're going to fix later on. Like, because you're not going to have an audience later on. It's just yep. not going to matter. 
Story number two. A new state of play is coming all about Final Fantasy 16. This is coming directly from... This game from... has been criminally under-talked about, so I'm glad. I'm glad finally somebody's putting out a trailer for Final Fantasy 16. This is from the PlayStation blog. From the moment Final Fantasy 16 debuted in our 2020 PlayStation 5 showcase, fans around the world have eagerly waited, awaited details on the game's dark fantasy setting, the powerful icons and the dominance who housed them, and the flashy battle system teased in those early trailers. We're happy to announce this week's state of play. We'll dive into all this and more. So tune in live on Twitch or YouTube April 13th at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Then get ready for Final Fantasy 16's PS5 launch on June 22nd. Is this active combat or are they going back to turn base? It's active. Mm. 16, yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's mm. so active that Michael Hyam on Gamescast compared it to Delph May Cry. And he was, oh, okay. he was I, hot I wasn't, on the I combat. There that day. I wasn't there that day. Yeah, okay. no, the combat is going to be very actiony, and that that very much appeals to me. Um, but Greg, on a scale of one to ten, what's your hype levels for this state of play? Oh, why'd you why'd you, why'd you drop the question that way? Like, <laughs> for the state of play, but thank you so much. I meant to ask Mike when he was here, so I had to text him to bring him my coffee. Uh, the state of play itself, like, I'm not like, mm-hmm. it's, and it's not like. I want to be very clear. It was. It went through. Yeah, it's gone already. But somebody who said in there on the chat, I think from YouTube or maybe it was Twitch, uh, was like, "I'm not even a Final Fantasy jabroni, and I'm so hyped for Final Fantasy 16. Final Fantasy 16. I'm like an eight, maybe mm-hmm. a nine. Where I'm like, damn, everything they said sounds cool as the non-Final Fantasy guy, right? Final Fantasy 7 remake being the only one I've actually completed that I actually enjoyed. Uh, like, yeah, this looks cool. The Game of Thrones aspect, cool. The combat, cool. Like, I'm, I'm down to see what this world. Let's go. Blah blah blah. But, like, when they announced this and it was like, all right, anything else? No, just 20 minutes. It's like, I, I sent uh, uh, the one, the only, Barry Courtney, uh, a, t- a tweet from Ethan Gacha over there, Kotaku. Honestly, have no idea what more I would want to know about this game at this point. I'm Honestly. like, you've done it. You've sold it. I'm fine. And I understand, of course, every time you show something for a game, it's somebody's first time seeing that game. It's somebody's first uh, delve into that world. We're lucky and privileged to be able to do this 24-7, see everything to some degree. You know what I mean? So, like... I don't, I'm not like offended it is, exists, but it's like I me. Mean, I was talking to Tim, like, are we going to do a live reacts to this? And we looked at the calendar and it's like, oh no, we have PS I love you mm-hmm. and we have the Mario brothers review. And it's like, we could juggle them. We could do, it's like, is it worth doing that for us to sit here and be like, final fantasy still looks cool. Can't wait for final fantasy. Like I'll probably watch it later. You know what I mean? But maybe not even because if at that point I'm in, I'm, go, I'm ready to go. And, and you have to imagine from a marketing perspective, right? Of like these plans are probably put in place. Like, ways uh, ahead right especially for something like a state of play so i wonder like did they even know how hyped people would be for final fantasy 16 by this point yeah. right i mean it's no. selling the greg millers of the world already on the game it's it's that thing where again i think for so many people this is a different look you know i don't think they had a close personal friend michael Hyam, you know go yeah. do it sit down next to them and rant for an hour about how great it was like that's that's you know you got to take these marketing opportunities. I think marketing, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And that's the thing is Final Fantasy is one of the most popular just video game franchises on the planet, right? And so there's going to be so many people that are super hyped for the state of yeah. play and are super hyped to see 20 minutes of gameplay. Like, I'm sure for that, that rings. So like it's, it's so exciting for so many people. And for me, I'm I'm looking forward to the state of play. I'm... I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm probably going to watch it, even though we're not going to do um, a live reacts to it. Um, but yeah, it's not like a, I'm a 10 excited for the state of play. Yeah. I'm probably a 10 excited for the game. Yeah, though. right. The game. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's go. The let's game go. sounds dope. The game looks dope. Everything we've seen in terms of marketing from the game looks awesome. Um, but yeah, I've seen what I, what I've needed to see. Uh, but I'm sure there are way more hardcore Final Fantasy fans out there that are like, oh, let's fucking go. And I think for PlayStation, this is, they are treating this almost like a PlayStation Studios first party game because you're looking down the barrel of this year and you got spider-man 2 coming out in the fall and that's pretty much it for what we have announced from playstation studios and that yeah. might be it for playstation studios who knows and so i think for them playstation's probably like hey we need to represent more games as core to the the exclusive console slate for the year and i think final fantasy 16 of course being one of the biggest third-party games you have come to the platform and being an exclusive that you've strict um you've struck a deal with yeah like own that give it its own state of play hype up your audience for it i think State of play is becoming this thing where now if you put state of play next to a thing, the PlayStation audience is going to, a portion of this PlayStation audience is going to automatically tune into it because they view it as PlayStation's direct. And so, yeah, I think you are ushering in your audience to this big new game that you want everybody to be excited for. And so I'm all about it. And I I, I think for a, a big RPG like this, there is still so much you can talk about. 
I personally, sure. I'm like, cool, I'm good. I know I'm going to play it, but you can still talk about what's going on in the story. You can still talk about what's going on in the world. You can, um, I'm not, I, we've heard Michael Hyam talk about the combat. I'm not sure how much of the combat we've actually seen broken down. So I'm sure there's plenty there you can talk about as well. Maybe there's surprises from characters that wow. we know or we might get teases. Maybe, maybe the Sid we've seen in the party isn't the only Sid. Maybe we're getting five more Sids in the, in the, in the game. Who knows? Um, but I'm sure there's plenty of things you can tease and talk about. So I look forward to that. I have more information for you uh, over on the Yelp page for Creator Burger. Oh, no. They are listed as temporary closed, scheduled to reopen on May 31st, no, what the 2023. That, that, and that That's a long like a close. I have messaged the business on Yelp as well. Yeah, so is that like if... the end of their fiscal year? Like, is that like when GameStop has a date <laughs> for like this no. December 31st for a game? I mean, no, they, they have not responded quietly, on Instagram chats yet, but I'll get back to that's you. That's a maybe long close. Maybe they just close. quietly close it down, bless. Again, our theory that you can uh, go deep dive into on the Next Gen Podcast on Patreon.com, so that's kind of funny, is that maybe Creator Burger is like a testing bed for a bigger burger bigger chain corporation. to be doing uh, you know, robot uh, employees to not pay people. Is that you know? bigger corporation? Does it rhyme with sick Ronalds? <laughs> Sick Ron. Lick. Never mind. Never mind. I got nothing. I got, I tried my Lick best. Bonalds, you know Lick Bonalds. Lick Bonalds. Is it McDonald's? Do you think? Do you think? <laughs> do you think Creator Burger is owned by McDonald's? No. No. Also, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna need you to edit that out just in case. Just in case. I don't allegedly coming after me. Allegedly. 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 If you want to support kind of funny games. You can go over to patreon.com slash kind of funny games over there. We got exclusive content like new episodes of kind of Feudy, like the next gen podcast and more. You can go over there and get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. Shout out to rocket money for sponsoring this episode. We all love gobbling up content and we have an understanding of what subscriptions we use or do we? Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to $200. That's right, you, you, you out there. You could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions you don't even know about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money has saved some of us here at Kind of Funny a ton of money and it can help you too. Stop throwing away your money. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to Rocket money.com slash kind of funny that's rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny r-o-c-k-e-t-m-o-n-e-y.com slash kind of funny hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Speaking of big new trailers, story number three, Tears of the Kingdom is getting one more three-minute-long trailer. This comes from at Nintendo of America on Twitter, where they tweeted out this morning, Join us on April 13th at 7 a.m. Pacific time to watch the final pre-launch trailer for The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom live-streamed on our YouTube channel. The trailer will be roughly three minutes long. Does this excite you more than um, Final Fantasy sixteen? Same. Same? It's the same. Where I'm okay. just like, I, I want to know little to nothing about these games. I'm in. You've done your job. Let's go. But again, Zelda has been a different one, and three minutes isn't outrageous, and I think it may, it'll probably, if I was guessing right, it's going to be more in the vein of like an actual trailer rather than the giant yeah. demo we got, right? So it would be maybe a few more hints at stories. It's three minutes long. You figure Barrett will break it down into a three-hour-long video about what this thing on the wall meant. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, this is the, this is what Zelda is up to in this portion of the game. Oh, She's I mean, is this dead. is this future Zelda? Is this past Zelda? Is this dead Zelda? This is Zelda's dead reanimated Zelda. corpse. <laughs> dead Zelda would be the name of a great band. Um, yeah, this seems. I mean, this seems, this seems cool. I love the fact that we've gotten not that much info yeah, on this nothing game. From this one, yeah. Even the demo we saw in the last Nintendo Direct that felt like. They were showing they were showing us a good peek inside, but it didn't feel like a lot, right? Like, okay, cool, we can fuse weapons. All right, cool, these are some of our powers, and that's it. Like, that's yeah. all they're gonna show us. And I, I think, yeah, this three minute trailer, I gotta imagine it's gonna be more 
um, like narrative type trailer, yeah, right? Yeah, like this is going to be the hype Breath of the Wild one. Exactly. That, like, uh, give me Zelda crying. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we'll see the we'll see the champions. And th- this time we'll see Zelda die, and you know the tears like, of the kingdom will start. You know. Do you think the, the tears of the kingdom is that like everybody's crying over Zelda's death, or do you? Yeah, think, and that's yeah. Uh, that's part of my theory is that the reason why they didn't stream the reveal of the name of the game in the UK because it happened on the day that the queen died was because of the more deeper meaning of what the game is about, which is dead royalty. Mm, mm. Oh <laughs> shit! Uh, but the Nintendo doesn't know how the internet works, so people in the UK could still watch the stream somewhere else. I don't know, man. They're so weird. Yeah, they're doing out of respect. Greg, what 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 would you say is the plan for this one? Do we talk about this on? Do we live react on Games Daily tomorrow? Do we? This is probably more of a Tim question because he's with me tomorrow. But like, do we show up? More the question is if if you all want to show up at seven a.m. You know, well, I was thinking maybe a work from home situation at seven a.m. Possible. Yeah, you could do that. I got my setup at home. Yeah, he does have his setup at home. It could. I mean, it could just be an easy combination, right? Where it's only three minutes long, so why not? Yeah, just do it during Games Daily. Nobody watches it until Games Daily. And then get everybody on set. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah. All right, cool. Tune in to Games Daily tomorrow to see our reaction to this trailer. I'm an audio listener. We'll narrate it. Don't worry. Yeah. All right, Zelda's. Zelda's. Down. Oh, Zelda's, Zelda's crying. Dead. Oh, now oh, he's dead. dead. Zelda. Oh, it's no, dead Zelda. Dead Zelda. Oh, that's a lot of stabs into Zelda. Oh, is that a gun? Oh, God. Game is not a gun. <laughs> Max Payne is here. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's slow motion. Story number four. PlayStation may have finally stopped sending thank you for your purchase emails for PS Plus games. This is from Chris Scolian <laughs> at Video Games Chronicle. Thank God. Um, it Every appe- time. Did I get hacked? I was like, oh, man, did I actually did I accidentally buy a thing? It appears that Sony may have finally stopped sending automated purchase confirmation emails each time a player claims a PS Plus game. For years now, players have been receiving an email titled, quote, thank you for your purchase, end quote. Every time they claim one of their fr- uh, monthly free games from PS Plus, n- uh, now known as PS Plus Essential. The wording of the emails regularly confuses and worries players because it implies that they spent money on the game rather than simply claiming it as part of, the, of their subscription. Since not everyone checks their emails frequently, some get the message, message, message later in the day or week, forgot they claimed their PS Plus games and worry that their account has been hacked or is, is buying games they didn't want. That sounds so specific, and I want to I say that Chris Golian experienced this himself. Uh, however, as spotted by PlayStation Lifestyle, a number of Reddit threads have started to appear from players suggesting the practice may have finally stopped. One thread reads, quote, so each month, after I, after I added the monthly essential games to my library and downloaded them, I checked my email afterwards and got a thank you for your purchase email for each of those games purchased. Except I didn't get any email like that uh, this month after claiming Sackboy and the other two. I know it's a silly question, but I found it odd, so I just wanted to check if it happened to anyone else. Uh, and then another thread reads, uh, I received dozens and dozens of these emails for every single free DLC I download, uh, while for the latest games, this month's essential, I uh, haven't received any emails. Tried to download a game from PS Plus Extra and nothing. Uh, both threads received numerous responses from players claiming that they didn't get their emails either. VGC claimed this month's free uh, PS Plus games yesterday and has yet to receive any purchase confirma- confirmation emails for them. We did it. Congratulations. Congratulations. You know what I mean? Thank God. We don't have to worry about this anymore. And luckily, Janet never had to since she doesn't redeem her games. Can you believe that? She's outrageous. She didn't even know there was a problem. I know. She was like, you guys received emails for those? That's crazy. Yeah. I, you know, somebody's got to set her straight. I'm glad somebody at PlayStation finally noticed. Do you think Shu, like, subscribed to PS Plus Essential? What the fuck is all this And shit? was like, why am, I getting, why am I getting emails? I didn't buy anything. <laughs> Jim, did you know about this? It's just this Herman, how, did you, did you how know? well things are going for PlayStation, that they're able to finally start working through the backlog of other problems. Another oh, yeah. <laughs> not of this minutia. Eventually we'll get themes again. No. no not today. No, no. But one day. Remember those? Yeah, I miss them. A lot. Remember all the shitty like ninety nine cent ones that were just like naked just, ladies or whatever and stuff. No. Yeah. Wait. Anime. Why do you, why do you know, know about? Oh, those? I tweeted about them all the time because they were ridiculous. Tweeted about yeah. them. Yeah. Tweeted about. Tim them. wouldn't let me buy them. Don't worry, he checks my expenses. Wait, you would you would expend this stuff to the to the company? Well, I mean, if I'm going to make content about it. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. <laughs> What's your content? Just tweeting about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some all screenshots. Right. They're still up. Go look at the garbage themes out there on PlayStation Four. Speaking of PS Plus, story number five: PS Plus Extra games for April have been announced. Uh, your PS Plus Extra April lineup looks like this: You're getting Kena, Bridge of Spirits, Doom Eternal, Riders Republic, Wolfenstein Two, The New Colossus, and The Old Blood, Slay the Spire, Monster Boy, The Evil Within. Bass Master Fishing, Paradise Bassmaster. Killer. You're a big Bassmaster fan? Nah, it's a Ghostbusters 2 reference there. And then Sackboy. 
And then for PS Plus Premium, you're getting Doom for the PS4, uh, Doom 2, and these are the, of course, the classic versions, right? So Doom, Doom 2, Doom 64, Doom 3, and then Dishonored <laughs> Definitive Edition. It's which, a PS4 game. Why is it on the fucking premium? Listen, if you just definitive edition. if you close your like, eyes, I, and I get it, Dishonored One technically a PS3 game, but there you that go. is the PS4 remaster. I don't know. If you man. close your eyes to where it says definitive edition, it just says. Dishonored. You see that these are you know this is Doom from the PlayStation 4, right? So it is like the Doom original version that was on PlayStation 4, Barrett. So just it doesn't. Don't worry about where it came from, Barrett. Just worry that you're playing it for free on PlayStation Plus because you pay for PlayStation it. PlayStation knows the rules, Barrett. This is a really great lineup, of course. For, um, PS Plus Extra, Kana Bridge of Spirits is a game that. Like we some don't talk about really it. love some, some people, people really love some people thought it was okay right it's a game that we don't talk about a lot I think just for that reason yeah. right but it's a game that I look back at with such fondness for how beautiful that game is and for like how brutal the combat is at times but then also how fun it is um, sure. I had a lot of fun with Cana Bridge of Spirits and if you're somebody who hasn't gotten to check it out yet I would say if it looks interesting to you one thousand percent pick it up and play of it of course it's not a very yeah good video it's game. A part of the you know PlayStation Plus lineup same thing with, like you know Slay the Spire uh, how many times has that game been critically acclaimed if it, you've yeah. never played it it's out there get into it uh, of course Sackboy's Big Adventure a game that you know y'all love love love. Yeah, I enjoy fantastic video game. One of the best bit, of the launch lineup. A little, a little overblown by the <laughs> new class of PS. I love you. Yeah, you, XO, you posted a thing about like the player base, right? Like Sackboy saying a lot of players right now. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Wait, where was, <laughs> was it? Was that yeah, in yeah, the yeah. PS I Love You Slack? Yeah, that was on the PS I Love You Slack. I was looking at something. What the fuck? What was that? Yeah, where it was like Sackboy. Sackboy is the hidden gem of oh, the PlayStation. So yeah, I, I was on PS. I was on. Uh, of course, as I always am, I was uh, looking at my uh, trophies. So I was over on my PSN profile on PSNprofiles.com. Uh, and when you're on PSNprofiles.com's homepage, because I was checking to see if a game I uh, maybe am maybe not reviewing if the trophies were up there yet, I looked down at popular games this week. Resident Evil 4 with 5.6 thousand players. And then right underneath it, the second place game, Sackboy A Big Adventure with 2.7 thousand players. Let's underneath go. that, Hogwarts Legacy. Like, what the fuck is going on? Sackboy <laughs> overtook Hogwarts Legacy. Let's fucking go. Finally, Justice. Justice for it gets us off the screen, Barry. Justice for Sackboy, a big adventure. Hey, man, people know now. Game. People know. Um, Rise Republic also pretty fun. Wolfstein Two is a must-play first-person shooter campaign. Must play. Must play. Such a fun one. Give us a see. Play that game if you haven't, so that they see the numbers and are like, man, we should probably finally make a sequel to this. Yeah. Paradise Killer also a great um, in, in detective indie game where you're going through trying to figure out who the, the Paradise Killer is, uh, and then Bassmaster Fishing. The game where you go fish. Who doesn't like fishing? Who doesn't like fishing? Gary Gary Widow's going to come out and talk about that. I'm sure he plays it. He loves those fishing games. It might have been, this might have even been the one he loved. Story number six. Our final, yes, our final news story for the day. THQ Nordic Community Manager denies claims that AEW Fight Forever is basically ready. This is Chris, <laughs> <laughs> this is Chris Scullion at Video Games Chronicle. THQ Nordic's Global Senior Community Manager has shot down claims that AEW Fight Forever is essentially complete. Last month, AEW president Tony Khan claimed that the game was finished during a press conference following the company's AEW Revolution pay-per-view event. Quote, I can't say the exact release date, Khan said at the time, as reported by Wrestling Inc. Uh, there's a lot of things that go into that, and I don't want to step on anybody with that. It is coming very soon. The game is finished. <laughs> End quote. However, following another claim that the game was ready, THQ's uh, pair Hollenbo, uh, known as Zaidi Online, Zaidi. Zaidi, stated that this wasn't the case. After being shown a tweet saying, quote, the AEW Fight Forever video game is basically ready, Hollenbo replied, quote, I mean, if you want an unfinished game, sure, we could release now. He added, quote, the game is doing really well and is getting there, but not 100% yet. So yeah, just another rumor on Twitter, I fear. I yeah, I fear, end quote. When followers started to wonder why some were claiming it was ready, Hollenbo explained, uh, there are tons of things to take into consideration when developing a game. Submission, QA, localization. Ratings, optimization, polish, coding, and much more. So even if a game looks finished to some people, if it missed one of those steps, it isn't finished or ready to release, end quote. AEW Fight Forever's release date has been a constant unknown. In June last year, AEW star Kenny Omega said he'd hoped the game was on schedule to release in 2022. When this was clearly no longer possible, the game was then set for release in February 2023. Uh, that's the end of the article, but I would like to point out that we are a couple months past February 2023. I think people knew that. I think people understood that. Greg, when are we going to get AEW Five Forever? When it's ready, you know. I I think I don't think you can. Um, this is a funny story, of course. Uh, I don't think it's outrageous, right? I think mm -hmm. if we were to ask Triple H, 
anything about the video game side of WWE business. He'd be like, I don't fucking, you know what I mean? So I don't think Tony Khan at the top of AEW worrying about the programming and every other merchandising deal in this Wembley Stadium thing. That like, there's enough going on in his world that I doubt he knows the ins and outs of video games. So yeah, you know, like, and I mean, more than anything, honestly, my takeaway from this story is to applaud the THQ Nordic community manager. Like, what a great, honest response. Yep. Of just like, no, it is not ready. We understand, and not even be like a dick about it, right? Of like, there's a million things in like, Clearly, some suit who's doing this thing doesn't necessarily know the ins and outs and blah, blah, blah. Um, all that aside, when do you think you get AEW? I think when it's ready, which I know is not never the answer anybody wants, but it's the true answer. And I think, you know, you can't understate what a Herculean effort this is. You know what I mean? Like, this is the team, obviously, that left the WWE games after having been there forever, right? We're talking about Ukes. Uh, got with AEW and are starting from the ground up, from the, you know, from having nothing right making this game trying to capture what a modern no mercy would be a wrestlemania 2000 and nwo wcw revenge would be in this day and age right to set off on that and start on that and do it after having done countless 2k simulation games right and even with the old thq for what you know all the other different games raw smackdown all the raw versus smackdown and all that jazz like this is a big fucking move and it's a big fucking move for ukes it is a big fucking move for AEW to do this and never have had a video game before and have Kenny Omega really tr- seem seemingly be the shepherd of all this, who we know Kenny Omega loves video games like we love video games. He works with, you know, uh, Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed, a lot on t- and they talk about video games and they job about it and they do up, up, down, down stuff like there's so much in this that it's one of those you got to get it right because w- with all due respect to them, I could foresee this being their only video game, yeah. right? Like AEW is a small promotion. In the grand scheme of things, they are quite large, but you know what I mean. They're not WWE. They're not this you know multi-gillion dollar thing, and who knows what will happen in the future. But if AEW is going to maintain the size they are now, are they going to be able to commit over and over again? This is definitely not going to be an annualized thing. Yeah. Maybe every few years we're able to get another one, but if you're only going to be able to theoretically maybe put out a game once, fucking make it the best game you can and like take your time and do it right. Yeah, I mean, you talk about it definitely not being an annual annualized thing, right? Like yeah. that makes me look at um, the UFC games, which aren't annualized, right? You get a UFC game once every few years, and that is UFC, a company with a lot of money, right? A company with a lot of resources, but video game development is difficult. Video game development takes a lot of resources, and for WWE, which is this like gigantic corporation that has all this money, even annualizing WWE isn't the most smooth thing in the world, right? Yeah, We've seen sure. that come for through. Sure. We saw WWE 2K19, 2K20 be the one that came out and was terrible in terms of uh bugs and glitches and not being optimized and all these things and now they're finding a flow but we're back to the thing of annualized games where 2k23 for wwe is basically 2k22 right <laughs> with an updated roster and some polishing here and there um but yeah i definitely when i look at AEW fight forever i definitely think this is one of those ones where it's all right you got your one shot now and like we'll see how this do, how this does i expect the next ga- next game isn't even going to be like a year i think it's going to be aw fight forever two maybe if that comes out right yeah. and that's gonna be years and years from now um but yeah like i'm looking forward to this game i, I had to guess i would say fall because i think you'd want to get away from i would 2K hope right WWE that would be the hope and the, you know with the timetables they've talked about before yeah like okay hopefully it would be this then there was that thing where it went up on amazon and it looked like it was going to be february and that even for tony khan not knowing much about video games to say it's complete and for the community manager to be like look listen it can look complete but there's all submission qa localizations right like that isn't building as much, right? That is bug squashing and polishing yeah. and finalizing. And we've seen the gameplay trailers. Like, they've already yeah. kickstarted the marketing on this thing. Like, the, the pre-orders, I believe, are available on Amazon. If th- This feels like something that they're, tr- they're, I guess, knocking on the door of getting it out the door, right? Yeah. Like, you're, get- you're getting there in terms of wanting to act- actually... I'm incredibly excited for it. I, I, you know, I love Yuke's games uh, and what they've done in the past, and especially their way back, you know what I mean? So, whatever this is going to end up being, I'm excited to see what it turns out to be. Exactly. Greg? I can't wait for AEW Fight Forever, but AEW Fight Forever's release is an unknown. If I want to know what's coming out to, uh, to Mom and Grop Shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the kind of Bunny Games Daily Show hosts each and every week. Out today, we got Ghostwire Tokyo for Xbox Series X and S, uh, Ghostware Arena of the Dead Early Access for PC, Murderous Muses for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X, War Tales for PC, Pokemon Stadium for Switch. I booted that up last night, and let me tell you, I, I miss Pokemon Stadium. Such a good game. 
Uh, Wild Frost for PC and Switch, Caliber for PC, Rusted Moss for PC, and then Plantera 2, Golden Acorn for PC. If I may, real quick, I see in the chat, mm -hmm. Pandafin screaming, Snowbike Mike, your ass is grass, and I'm the lawnmower. I will have my revenge. Uh, Pandafin, of course, is referring to KFW, Kind of Funny Wrestling, which mm -hmm. makes its return on Thursday, uh, right after Kind of Funny Games Daily on Twitch.com. Tomorrow. 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 Kind of Funny Games, yep, and YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. I can confirm that Pandafin will be on the card. Of course, wow. Pandafin was uh, one of the best friends who got called up to compete on the pay-per-view, and then Snowbike Mike said he's not ready. Pull them from the card. That pissed off Pandafin. Now we're back. Now, is he ready to fight Snowbike Mike? That is the challenge that has been laid out. I've heard he is not, but I don't have much information on that. We'll see what develops tomorrow on KFW. Do we wow. have any information on the Meta Cricket? Meta Cricket still active, still active with the Federation. Oh really? He, really? I mean, hey, a I mean, lot of people have been thinking he's dead. You know? Well, Cricket's his Twitter account's so been quiet, but of course yeah. he he has you know he is still participating in the dark he matches. Did, he, did, he beat uh, Khalif. He did make a Hive account. Oh, good to know. I didn't know that. When That's the Hive excellent. was popping off like six months ago, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. when we all ran there being terrified. Yeah. Now KW is that a live product? Is that something they that is live? But you live? get it later, of course. Remember, if you didn't catch the last KFW, it was during the Spare Bedroom launch stream. It is available as a breakout on YouTube.com slash games, and a whole bunch of shit did happen that you need to get caught up on. Remember, of course, Cisco is the up-up, down-down champion. Joey introduced her own title, the JNW title that Andrea won. Mm. Uh, Hideo Kojima won the Kind of Funny World Championship, and then most importantly, it was going to be canceled. The entire thing was going to be canceled by Tim, but Phil Spencer fought him in a winner-take-all match, and Phil Spencer now owns KFW. Oh. Thank you, Phil. New dates for you. Ravenlock launches uh, May 4th for Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. And it's also day one on Game Pass. This one looks a, a bit interesting. This one was, I believe, revealed uh, at Xbox's E3 last year. Has like a cool uh, voxel style, art style, and has like this fantasy action um, um, gameplay premise to it. Looks interesting. Uh, and that now has a release date, May 4th. Endless Dungeon has been delayed to October 19th, 2023. Fanta 2020X comes to Steam on April 28th. Far World Pioneers launches May 30th for Xbox One, Xbox Series X, PS4, PS5, and PC. Also launches on Game Pass day one. Right now, if you're a video watcher, Barrett has pulled up image or a video of Ravenlock. THQ Nordic and Frozen Byte announced Trine 5, a clockwork conspiracy, and is coming this summer to PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Switch. Blooming Business Casino will launch on May 23rd, 2023 for Steam and PC. And then Aliens Fireteam Elite debuts on Nintendo Switch on April 26th. We have a deal of the day for you. Uh, Devolver Digital tweeted this out this morning the super cool inscription card pack is now available on the devolver digital merch shop all packs contain the same 12 cards eight regular and four hologram printed on 350 gm stock Woo! just for fun not an actual card game oh. i added this to my to my uh, cart this morning like immediately i clicked over to merch.devolverdigital.com added it to my cart i didn't press buy because I, I i had to stop myself i'm not a snowbike mike where i do everything on impulse where yep. i spend money yep. on impulse mm -mm. i was like i gotta sit on it for a little bit i love inscription i love the idea of an inscription physical uh, uh what are you gonna game. do with it though you're gonna get exactly. it you're gonna look at it and be like that's cool and put it on a shelf and it collects dust one thousand yeah. percent which is why i didn't click buy i'm still considering it but i'm taking my time i appreciate that taking my time before i hit buy but it looks really cool if you're an inscription fan uh, and if you want to have these cards definitely click over to devolver twitter to check them out we do have some reader mail for you of course reader mail. you can write in kindoffunny.com slash kfg to get your questions read on the show just like jmaz did jmaz writes in and says i'm a big sports fan and with the nba season coming to a close there have been a lot of discussions about the regular season awards i thought it'd be a, a fun use uh i thought it would be fun to use some of those awards for the gaming industry things like mvp most improved rookie of the year etc what game, character, etc. would win your awards? Here is my thought on what slash who uh, I would have win the awards and some awards for y'all to consider. Uh, P.S. Y'all can set your own rules in regards to timeline, but since games take a long time to develop and I don't have the ability to only play games released within the calendar year, I am being very generous with my rules. Uh, we appreciate it, J-Maz. Uh, so J-Maz's awards go like this. Rookie of, the, rookie of the year, he gave to the Steam Deck. Most improved player, he gave to Housemark and Slow Clap. Slash slow clap. He couldn't, he couldn't make a choice, I think. Yeah. Defensive player of the year, he gave to Resident Evil franchise for defending Capcom's uh, best remake over Bluepoint. Uh, for sixth man, he gave it to video game adaptations for Sonic Mario The Last of Us. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Coach of the year, he gave to Jeff Keighley. 
And then for MVP, he gave to Hidetaka Miyazaki, of course, from uh, from software there. Let's start with Rookie of the Year. And I guess we can be loose with our rules because, of, of course, the, the awards he's given out here are very loose in terms of, of timeline. Because House uh, Returnal came out in, what, 2021? Two years ago? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like... what? Yeah. What, I mean, I appreciate the idea. But, like, should, what? Should we, <laughs> I mean, should we limit it to a year? To, like, last year? Yeah, you'd think so. But then again, are we just then we're repeating all the Dice Awards and every other award show that's happened since then, right? Like, I don't know. For I, I, I mean, Dice Awards doesn't have Rookie of the Year. Or does I mean, that, I I mean debut games. I mean, game right, awards or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I, what I, I just think is Defensive awards. Player of the Year. Defensive Player of the Year, of course, is Xbox. Just <laughs> defending this Activision Blizzard deal at every chance they can. As every government and organization in the world comes down on them. And they're like, no, nah, we'll give you 10 years of... Ex- Nintendo, you take this 10-year deal. All right, well, you will... Yeah, but like, they're, they're, they're out there. They're moving. They got the fast mm. speed, Mike. They're dodging. They're weaving. See, I was going to go for Defensive Player of the Year, God of War Ragnarok, um, or Sony Santa Monica, just for the fact that, hey, like, y'all came out in 2018, y'all were the MVPs, can sure. you guys do it again? They came through, they did it again. Okay. Right? Sony Santa Monica still retaining their status in terms of being a quality AAA developer, S-tier. How do you feel about Jeff Keighley's Coach of the Year? Who's he, he's coaching the industry? Yeah, that, that's, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that. I, that's my thing with J-Maz here. J-Maz, you made a classic, kind of funny, best friend faux pas. And you wrote in, and you didn't show your work. What you didn't give me enough rules on what how we're doing this thing as this season comes to a close, whatever the hell that means. You know what I mean? And then you didn't d- defend your picks here. I love Jeff Keeley. Jeff Keeley's killing it. But why are you saying Jeff Keeley's coach of the year over insert whoever you want to put Phil Spencer? I'm just throwing that out there, right? You know, somebody who wanted it was like uh, Herman Holtz, whoever. Mm-hmm. You know. I was gonna, uh, I was maybe gonna even say Sean Murray, with No Man's Sky. Sure, there you go. Yeah, yeah still, yeah, still yeah, putting out example. those updates. That's a good example. Still yeah, looking yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Sixth man, video game adaptation. Um, Mike, what is a sixth man? That's like, you know, like your player who isn't a player, right? Uh, a sixth man is a role player, your go-to guy off the bench. So essentially you have your starting five, and then you say, you know what? Greg's tired. Who's replacing him? Your sixth man is the guy you're most confident with, ready to come in and fill that gap. Okay. All right, I like that. Devolver Digital. Ooh, I like that. Right? Yeah, and, I, yeah. and I'm not. It's not even a slight, but you know, we are, oh, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo. All right, you know what I mean. You start mm-hmm. EA. What are they up to? Maybe we hate them. Maybe we don't. Eh, you know what I mean. But Devolver, you know, is going to be consistent. Devolver is going to put out good shit to keep you fed throughout the year, regardless of the AAA releases. Yeah, no, I mean, and, I, and I, that's my thing is I think between the AAA releases, I know I can always go to a Devolver game and probably have a good time, right? And I think for some people that might be Annapurna, that might be their sixth. Sure, game, of course, yeah. Right, the idea. Of, but oh, Annapurna, I mean, you know, and I like, you know, oh, yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna say this because I love their games, artsy fartsy. So sometimes, what the hell is this visual novel? Other times, well, I'm crying in my in my soup. For sure. Why am I eating soup while I play this game? I don't like soup. Who knows? Most improved player. I'll probably give it a slow clap for um for Sifu. Because I played the previous game. Absolver. I played Absolver, yeah. and I really wanted to like Absolver, but I just didn't like Absolver. Okay. So, and Sifu fucking loved. Like, okay. that, 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 that's an improvement. That's like a zero to 100 improvement. Sure. And so, yeah, I'm giving them most improved player for See, sure. See, MVP now, uh, Miyazaki, of course, not going to talk shit or whatever, mm-hmm. but like, there I think you could put, I make an argument for a Jeff Keighley. Jeff Keighley's mm-hmm. out there making everybody look good, getting everybody over, do, making events out of nothing. You know, E3's falling apart, he's going to make it better. I feel that. I think I, I personally would still give it to Miyazaki. Of course you would. Yeah, because uh, listen, Elden Ring. What's better, Elden Ring or the Game Awards? I'm going Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> you can even say it with a straight face. <laughs> all right, do we cover all of them? Six man def- def- yeah, most improved. Rookie of the, uh, rookie of the year, I think. I like the one Steam we Deck. Have. You like Steam Deck for yeah. rookie of the year? Yeah. Again. Rookie just means like it's your first year out here. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, we could l- go into the, the other games that are like, you know, first years or first games from See, I would, uh, who's the developer of Stray? I know we hate it on Stray, <laughs> but like no, 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 we didn't hate on Stray, right? Stray was just fine, to, uh, fine to us. But I think coming I mean, out you're, and you're just, uh, Blue like Twelve just, Studio. Speak for yourself, Les. Okay, us. Per, I'm saying us is in me and Greg, right? Okay. Me and Greg. The people were who matter like, on the show. The people who matter on the show were like okay. Stray is fine. Stray is turn fine. everything on. Uh, These are jokes. See if, uh, see if y'all can turn it all back on. You know, that's fair. Kevin. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I'm no. taking him with me. <laughs> But like, I think that's a great debut. I think coming out and putting out Stray and having it be popular and having it be treated as this PlayStation indie and having yeah. the PS Plus bot, like that is a fantastic debut in terms of putting your name out there. And I think when they're putting out their next game, 
everybody's already going to be paying attention because we're going to go, oh, those are the guys that did Stray. What are they doing now? Sure. Now they're sure. making a dog game. Okay. Okay. All right. Now you're getting a dog game. <laughs> there you have it. Thank you, J-Mass, for writing. I appreciated it, even though Greg wanted to hate on it. I appreciated it, J-Mass. I didn't hate it. I wanted even to though be Greg wanted to I wanted all to over elevate you, Jay. Even though he would just want to throw pieces all over at your idea, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to appreciate it, J-Mass. J-Mass was you, lying J-Mass. in a gutter, and I reached out, and I said, do you want to come play basketball with me? You know what I mean? <laughs> all right. What's that a reference to? Oh, what just came out of my head. <laughs> Fair enough. I was like, is this a movie? No, I, no, no, is no. this what White Man Can't Jump is about? It's been a while since I saw that movie. Um, before we get to your remaking wrong, it, you know. I know, with Jack Harlow, and I'm so fucking excited because I love Jack Harlow. Okay. All right. Listen, <laughs> I'll watch Jack Harlow be Jack Harlow. It doesn't look great. <laughs> now it's time for a squad up. We got a squad up success story for you. Hey! Miguel writes in and says this Hello, Greg and Bless. Last week, I, I, he said I worked in, but I think he means I, I wrote in for help uh, on Resistance Burning Skies. Oh, yeah. Greg had no faith in the Vita community. I don't think if that's true. Okay. I'd like to publicly shame him for not believing in the beloved system. I, I don't know if that's what I said. I'm, <laughs> I'm here to proudly announce that we helped tens of people get the multiplayer trophy. Great job through the best friends who made it possible. Uh, also, just a bit of drama in the Resistance community. Apparently, the Resistance, Killzone, and SOCOM discords are fighting over who deserves a revive. Oh. Currently, Resistance is ahead. Any thoughts? Um, I'll say none of them. Yeah, we don't. I don't think we need to go back to any of them. Yeah, maybe SOCOM. Maybe. No, we don't need to. Like in the background, hollering SOCOM. You, you go play Rainbow Six and all that jazz. You got. The, you, you're fine. That's the thing is, I think you would renew a SOCOM and make it more Rainbow Six like. Yeah. yeah. But you Killzone play, Resistance. You, did I'm you good. play Unit Thirteen on your Vita? No, you didn't. So that's on you. You know. Was that a SOCOM game, Unit 13? It was from Zipper, but it, okay. it, it wasn't exactly a SOCOM, but it was very similar. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Now it's time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong, where you write in, let us know what we got wrong, as we got it wrong, so we can correct it for those watching later on YouTube and listening later on podcast services around the globe. Real quick, sorry. Uh, Deadhead64 on chat on t- Twitch chat says, Unit 13 wasn't good. Neither was SOCOM. He said it. I, listen, I didn't say shit. I've never played SOCOM. I can't judge. I can't judge. But apparently Greg did. Impossibilium, 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 yeah, Impossibilium writes in and says, Sackboy was on PS Plus Essential. It might be why the player numbers were up. Well, I think we knew that. Yeah. Yeah. But still, that's still impressive. We talked a lot of shit about that game. So the fact yeah. that it was like, there, I was like, damn, fucking crush on and then Portland Kevin says, regarding the, the Bassmaster reference to Dan Aykroyd and Ghostbusters 2 that Greg mentioned, Greg was likely actually thinking of the classic Dan Aykroyd SNL sketch, the Bass-O-Matic 4000. Uh, if it was in yeah, fact I'm gonna need Ghostbusters you to shut 2. Up. I'm going to need you to shut up. Right. I'm going to need you to shut up. Portland Kevin, you are one of the dumbest motherfuckers I've ever met. One me, Barrett. Give me the one right Give now, the one. Barrett. He needs the one. I am not referring to the Dan Aykroyd SNL skit, you dumb motherfucker. I am re- re- referring... <laughs> I am referring to when Bill Murray, Dr. Peter Venkman, shows up at the museum and walks in to meet Dana Barrett and see Vigo for the first time. He doesn't know that yet. And the security guard goes, Dr. Venkman, World of the Psychic. He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, it's one of my favorite TV shows. You're one of my two favorite TV shows. He's like, oh, yeah. And they talk for a real split second, casual conversation. And he goes, what's the other one? And the security guard goes, Bassmasters. And Venkman looks creeped out and walks away. So, Portland Kevin, what I need you to do is stop whatever the fuck you're doing right now, all right? Clearly, it's jack shit as you sit there. I don't care if you're at work. Walk into your boss right now, stick your finger down your throat, puke on the fucking desk and say you're sick. Go home and watch Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, and Ghostbusters Afterlife. And if you ever come at me, ever come at me again, expecting me not to get a Ghostbusters reference wrong. And, I mean, I would never go out and say I'm the biggest SNL fan of all time, but I will let you know, before everything got fucked up, and they used to run SNLs nonstop on Comedy Central, and I would watch that at Grandma Miller's house all the time. So I'm very, very versed in SNL classics. So I, and, but even, and that's the thing. You understand that I was so desperate for Ghostbusters content as a child, I would watch anything with any of the Ghostbusters in it. So again, fuck you just as hard as I, fuck you as hard as possible for thinking I would get a Ghostbusters reference wrong. But then also, fuck you, man, for thinking I wouldn't know classic SNL shit. If I ever see you pull this kind of shit and you're wrong again, it won't be the Portland Kevin, it will be the dead motherfucker Kevin. Uh, <laughs> was that too far? <laughs> Can we say that? Is that allowed? Know, Is that allowed? Uh, it's his company, so listen. I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. 
Uh, tomorrow's host for Kind of Funny Games Day, they're going to be me and Tim. I love, though, that during that rant, you went from angry to kind of excited to explain the Ghostbusters reference. Oh, yeah, of course. Then way back my, to you know angry. I, mean, to <laughs> I feel like you, like, you, you had to, like, you know. Um, I've been hankering for a Ghostbusters 2 rewatch, too. I'll just do it. I know. Do you have you have to have Tim tell you to do it or like? No, I don't mean for, for content. I just mean oh. yeah. I just I haven't. I'm like I haven't watched Ghostbusters two in a while. Hear hear me out. All right, let's just cancel one day of content. We'll yeah. watch it as a company together. I mean that's the thing is like you say that, but we could just do it where we watch it and we record our impressions on Twitch and there you go. Not like our impressions mm-hmm. of the movie, but you know you know, like we're, it's a watch along. I'm trying so hard to push for like a work outing like that does that it doesn't involve work. You oh, know what sure. I mean, Mike? You know what I mean? Let's go. We'll let's go you, to a we'll baseball take you game. To a baseball game. Yeah. You want to go to a baseball <laughs> game so bad, and the thing about it is you <laughs> misunderstand, of course, how it works around here. Mm-hmm. We all love fucking off and not doing anything. A team bonding exercise sounds good. Mm-hmm. We used to do that shit at IGN, right? And granted, we all hated each other and everybody quit. But like here, it could be different. We could do it here, and we could be a thing. I'm in. Mm-hmm. You want a, you want a team bonding at the Giants Stadium? I'm in. But like uh, we have the cameras there. Is the thing? No, no. Well, I mean, unless you want to like take is uh, you know like you want an Instagram or something like for your own personal stuff. Mm, okay. Now, now I can't. Be held responsible if the Monday afterwards the kind of funny podcast is like is all, all the about, crazy is shit that happened at the Giants game. Oh, that's fair. That's Mike fair. got kicked by a mule. You know, that's like fair. That. <laughs> what was that doing at the Giants game? You know, know. I mean, you have to listen to the show to find out. All right, all right, I'm, I'm in. I'll, I'll plan you a company outing. Let's go. We're doing a company outing, doing a company ladies and gentlemen. Outing. One day there won't be content, or maybe is one afternoon fine? Like we do the and morning and then we fine. fuck yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a baseball game happening at 10 a.m. Or is there? I don't watch baseball. I 10, assume uh, there's a usually what a 10 15 uh, first pitch mic, I think. But like, an early afternoon games. one, we out there a couple beers. You know? 15, I think. You should go another, to 21st uh, Amendment, get some pickles. Come on. Let's yeah. go. Uh, of course, again, tomorrow's hosts are going to be me and Tim. If you're watching this live <gasps> right now, on April 22nd, they're doing Superman Cape Socks at the Giants Stadium. All right. I mean, we're not there going. It's a Saturday, so that doesn't work for oh. you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing. I'm gonna spend my not, <laughs> spend my Saturday watching I'm baseball. Fuck no, baseball's on the weekend. <laughs> oh man, I got napping to do on a Saturday. If you're watching this live, uh, remember we're trying to do something new here with YouTube super chats on Kind of Funny Games Daily only on YouTube and the live stream. There's gonna be a 30 minute post show where Snow White Mike comes in and talk to us KFGD hosts about your super chat questions. So stay tuned after today's, today's handshake uh, to hang out with us before the next Kind of Funny stream starts. Um, of course, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and weekday live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. Until next time, Game Daily. Fuck off, Portland Kevin! <laughs>